0: Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. That's right, Heaps Normal with an H, as Heggie says, disgracefully. A H. Heaps Normal. (laughs) A H. Yeah. It's delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout. That's a little promo code. Support the boys here at MFB HQ and uh, get some free shipping around Oz. And at the minute, Eggie, they're bloody doing, do your best. And since the live show's in Tassie, I haven't had a drop of alcohol, which is my best because I'm zero or 100.
1: Yeah. Mine's, I've definitely slowed it down. So it was quite a big weekend. but so, You know where you can't get heaps normal? France. It's not here. Oh, no. That's where you are at the minute. If the lads are listening over at <sighs> heaps normal, uh, get some over here. You can get, you can get like, some other Australian products I've seen. In the shops, what have you I seen haven't now? seen any heapses. Oh, Bundy ginger beer, for example. That's in them. Do they have Red the Martin? wine?
0: The wine with the kangaroo on it. Whatever one that
1: probably that is. I don't. I don't. I don't trawl, trawl the wine aisles, but I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know.
0: You'd have to be a real piece of shit to go over there to France and get it. An,
1: have <laughs> <laughs> got an Aussie soft, soft Blanc. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, heapsnormal.com. Do your best this month. It's, it's starting to wrap up. If this is your month to bloody take it easy on the grog, get onto heapsnormal.com, chuck in, I think it's 50 words or less. It, tell yeah, a story about the time much. you did your best and go in the running for a 1995 jet ski with Heaps Normal decal on it. Man, and, uh,
1: sick of a list of one, that. Get around it. Over,
0: to- over a few grand
1: cash.
0: cash. Hey, I'm
1: Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Midair air madness, passengers trading blows. mid brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the, the s- boarders, please, a and I hope out me. this crashes. <laughs> out the fucking door.
0: Welcome to Mid-Fly Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nicholas Gikudy. <laughs>
1: And I'm Luke Eggy. How are you, mate? <laughs> good, mate. How are you? How's France? Yeah, pretty good. You fancy man. Well, I've only been here a day or so. I, I um, I went to the UK. Oh
0: yeah. Uh,
1: for a few days, did some visiting around there. Yeah, it was pretty good. In um, the heat
0: wave, Is everyone all right with the carpeted toilet floors? Nah, they just
1: they just forget to drink water or something, don't they? I didn't <laughs> see the big fuss myself. I was fine. They're still getting yeah, I was- around in their jackets and their jeans and shit. How is shorts, it, you losers.
0: How is it? It's not because uh, it would have been a few years since you've been bloody OS. Yeah. Since the bloody scandemic, as you call mm. it. Um, <laughs> how is it to be back out and about? You sent me a photo. We've got the Launceston live show app coming out next week, and this will make sense when you listen to that. But um, how was your sandwich? You bought a Vegemite sandwich on the, on the
1: plane. Yeah, pretty good. A Vegemite sandwich. I did capitulate. I had an ice uh, ice cream. i will give it out. So I had one of them. Fuck yeah, that was nice. But other than that, just
0: you skipped all the main meals, all the booze. Yeah. Did you watch anything? Did you dig into
1: any movies? Ah uh, no, I just sat there thinking. No, I did. Yeah, I did watch a couple <laughs> of shit little movies. Um, whatever. Um, when they came around with a meal, I have to say they were just like you. I said, no, I'm okay, thanks. Are you sure it's a long flight? I said, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. No, you've got to have a meal. So no, don't want one. That was it. Leave me alone. And they did.
0: I scoffed twelve Krispy Kremes and an NRG
1: juice at Sydney Airport. <laughs> I'll be right. <laughs> in fact, they even ignored me when they walked past with water and stuff later on. Like, oi, <laughs> I'll have one of them. No. Nah,
0: just you've just
1: stored it in offended. your back like a camel. Yeah. Yeah. They're offended. I uh I shunned the food. By the anyway, way, all spe- good.
0: speaking of Krispy Kreme, I don't know if you saw this overseas. I don't know if it made French news. Uh, but Tassie Police, we were talking about this on stage that they were finally getting Krispy Kreme donuts mm-hmm. the week after we were there. Yeah, and um, less than twenty-four hours after Krispy Kreme launched in Tasmania, there was a theft.
1: What do you mean? Someone <laughs> racked a donut.
0: Someone racked two boxes of donuts from a, a van outside a uh, bright outside the Brighton BP servo.
1: That's on the news. What a peaceful yeah, well, joint.
0: Mate, everybody everybody it was all over. It's, if someone robs a Krispy Kreme in Melbourne, no one gives you shit. But it just got there. It was less than twenty twenty four hours after Krispy Kreme had arrived. Yeah. It had arrived, sorry, in Tassie, and someone's already racking him. And a few hours later they tracked him down to Risdenvale, a twenty year old. And They just saw
1: I, it, I, look for a look for a man who's running around madly on a sugar rush. <laughs> twenty four donuts in.
0: Yeah. Look for a Look for a man with a small frame but wearing a large fucking Fox Racing hoodie. I reckon that'd be your bet. Fox (laughs) Racing's a a classic. (laughs) (laughs) Knock it off, Krispy Kremes, and guess what? His status changed.
1: Status arrested. (laughs) That's a rough (laughs) thing
0: to be locked up for.
1: Oh, imagine getting in for for donut theft. What a grub.
0: They probably wouldn't Um, believe you. The other guy's in the jail. Fuck off, mate. We don't have Krispy Kreme. No, I just got yeah. here yesterday.
1: <laughs> you already stole it. Good work. Um, the uh, the famed Aussie mullet, which has made a massive comeback, I see. Mm. Even nerds have got them. Private school kids, yeah. It hasn't come down from corporate. I'll tell you what. I went to England uh, for a few days, just got back, and they're not there. What do you mean? They don't have mullets just getting around. No. Nah. You should really, if you got a mullet, it should really be made to like, have a zippo lighter and a Fox racing jacket and <laughs> or flannel and just be Fated a fucking tats. grub. Yeah. But now, like Aussie, a lot of Aussies have got them, even the mini oh. ones, those little Christian yeah. mullets.
0: Yeah, sometimes the little flap will be fucking dangling over like a Ralph Lauren yeah. polo pink sweater that's, yeah, that's dangling over their shoulders. You go, fuck it, who are you?
1: It's a real juxtaposition, isn't it? Like it's <laughs> that's not on. It hasn't made it there. No, it hasn't.
0: It's not here. The English grub still rocking your favorite English haircut, just that oh, slightly that wet. that doesn't
1: change. The reverse sideburn, (laughs) the Irish one. You can spot them.
0: Real high (laughs) fade, all that wet mop. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Well, hey, uh, first of all, again, the people that listened in last week, we chucked out a bonus episode, free episode of Land Larrikins, and a lot of people have gotten on board. Bullying does work. Patreon.com slash brawl. You can chuck in a few shekels each month for some bonus eps Support da boys. We're over 600 patrons now, Heggy, which means we're getting mm. a little bit closer to you flying to one
1: Bali, Indonesia. No, we're not, but uh, we did have a couple of stragglers who yeah. I don't think should miss out on abusing their mates/slash the scummies out there listening. Can I read them out? It's just two, yeah, right. It's from Jacob, oi, razzle your grey fuck. Just because you're the (laughs) self-appointed foreman of Tasmania doesn't give you the right to freely gobble down this content like you do day-old toasties on the work site. Take some of that fucking 12% material markup and throw the fellas a few bucks before the OH&S officer turns up on site and you end up working at Bunnings Aisle 4, helping dead shits find the right colour paint wash for their live, laugh, love, front door (laughs) centrepiece, cunt. Sorry for the language, everyone. I am quoting. Um, That is... uh, is in depth, I like yeah, these. Pretty good.
0: Also, I don't mind the spray and pray. Just the, or oh, you fucking cheap cunts chip in your yeah. dogs. Don't mind yeah. that. But when there is a really when specific,
1: <laughs> I like it. Also, oh, yeah. it's just taking ill-gotten gains and pointing them towards us. Pretty much, there's a bit of a theme among that. Why don't mm. you stop spending on this shit yeah. and start spending on this other shit? Um, bit of barefoot investor action. If I can add in one more from, uh, from Sydney. Hey, guys, got my mid-year Christmas insult here for you. Not sure if I'm too late, sorry. Never too late to insult. One, Merry Christmas in July, legends. A special season's fuck you all to Jared, Cal, Woody, and any other friend whom I've got hooked on MFB. I've seen you all withdraw $302.50 various times late at night <laughs> by my calculations. $10 a month equates to only $120 a year, which means two years and nine months, to equal one night of crushed up baby laxatives. So go steal one more barbecue chook from Woolies a month. Send the lads some coins, you stingy fucks, and better yourselves. Thanks for the (laughs) ongoing serotonin injection, lads. Big love, Sam. That's from um, Sam from the Fangs, actually. If you want to get around a band, an Australian band, who are here to fucking save rock and roll, get amongst the Fangs Sydney band. Fangs with a Z, obviously.
0: Fangs on at the outro of this app.
1: Oh, yeah. We will.
0: And you know what? I, I like what Sam's done there. Is not only has he accused his mates of doing cocaine, he's named them. So, yeah. work Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking rock and roll. Um, <laughs> but Heggy, because we have ticked over the six hundred, slowly creeping towards that one thousand, where you said you'd go to Bali, even though it's going to be kicking and screaming. Um, I just typed in the other day. I go, what's happening in Bali? I just typed in Bali. Uh, Australian tourist dies in Seminyak. 47-year-old Australian man plummeted four stories from his hotel room to the pool deck below.
1: Natch. Lost the key.
0: I don't know. Is that They said he was stumbling around, so he's obviously had a big one. Yeah. Um, and then a 26-year-old MMA fighter has died after crashing his scooter into a drainage ditch. Yeah. They found seven beers on him. So there you go. How's that A couple of spots have opened up over there, the island paradise.
1: What's he doing getting around with seven beers on a scooter? Six-pack in one hand. It's the seventh beer that's ruined in there.
0: Yeah, it's still pretty – maybe it was a six-pack and he was holding the seventh one. They've just counted seven at the scene. Yeah. It is still fresh. You you don't want a victim blame, but beers are a dollar everywhere. I don't know why you'd ever be caught transporting them. Yeah. Just buy one wherever you go.
1: Buy one, drink it, smash it, move on. (laughs) That's the motto. (laughs) Um,
0: Hey, by the way. I've got a taping coming up, Oh, a big old comedy taping. You're going to do the plug.
1: Yeah, I was going to do the plug. All right. I'm plugging away. It sounds sounds better if someone else plugs you, obviously. Corner Hotel in Melbourne, two shows, Wednesday 31 August 2022. Get around it. Pretty reasonable, very reasonable tickets. Yeah. Come to one or both shows. Don't be fuckwit. Laugh hard. Make it look good.
0: Made them as cheap as humanly possible. I'm filming this thing, two shows. And uh, I'm paying for it all myself, hiring the camera crew, producer, everyone. So, bloody, get around this little, this little battler, this little battler. Aussie battler. Yeah. At Cody.com.au. Everyone loves August a August 31. Be there. Should we kick off this episode? Before we do, though, yeah, of course, best. each week if we are down the line, you've got a, a particular Zoom background that's always got a grim history to it, uh, a building. Um, I. Do not know where this Oh, hold on. Well, I'm going to assume a couple of things here. First of all, there's a car in the background that's a cop car, but it's a fucking yeah. Peugeot. Yes. Which means, are we in France?
1: Yes, we are. All we're right. In the city of Nantes, France. Oh, Nantes. Who, the, who got um, up to what in Nantes? Well, we're at the uh, Dupont de Ligonesse residence where <laughs> in 2011. Uh, Xavier Dupont de Ligonnès became the most wanted man in France, still on the run now. Oh,
0: uh, what's he done? Although something pretty bad because there's a big bit of yeah. black plastic up crossing a few doorways there.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, under that very house, there happens to be two dogs and five people. Still living? No, but. Oh, no. Um, Xavier. Like a sunset, Shh. Done with the rising. <laughs> So hold on, five people and two dogs? Well, it was his wife and four kids and two dogs. And um, obviously, you know, no one wants to presume that the only family member remaining might be culpable, but uh, they're, they're just worried about Xavier's safety. He's been uh, wandering around for 10 years now or, you know, they can't Jesus. find him. So come back, mate. We miss you. Get now,
0: is this, here, a, is this a, uh, is he really good at hiding or a uh, French police, just like the citizens, pretty... You know, pretty well, relaxed look, I, just I having watched a, a doctor I on him
1: uh, a number of years ago. Pretty sure he's wandered off and died somewhere in the in the forest. That's the general oh. consensus. Yeah. Hard these days to remain. They did find one, a bloke they thought was him, in Glasgow Airport and proceeded to ruin his life. Um, just complaining well, about he? the
0: bread. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the food is uh, mad. like, what? Yeah.
1: Get him. <laughs> he didn't, wasn't eating a big bowl of chips, so they, they suspected he wasn't <laughs> from there. Got him.
0: This guy must be a murderer. Have you seen, too, so I feel bad for our, our UK listeners, Scottish listeners. Um, they now have to prove if they go to Spain that they're uh, able to spend £80 a day Do and they, they need a, either a return ticket or a Ford ticket.
1: Plus £80 a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good luck! Well, that's going to ruin us a little bit for the future down the line. <laughs> it's going to be a, a few less Glasgow, Majorca brawls going on. Don't imagine they've got eight hundred pounds for their ten-day holiday.
0: Well, but I'm, I'm sure they all, I'm sure they all do. It just goes on fucking Guinness and Tato chips. Yeah,
1: at a, <laughs> which you I were tucking into. Yes.
0: Yeah, you sent me a photo from London. Don't yeah,
1: mean. got amongst the Irish cuisine at a at a pub in London, <laughs> waiting for a train. Pretty good.
0: Guinness and some potatoes.
1: Guinness and potatoes, buddy. Should, we, bloody, should yeah, we get go.
0: stuck in? Let's do it.
1: Yeah, mate. This week we are looking at Delta Airlines Flight 64. You're gonna to have to cast your mind back here to June 5th, 1999. 99. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia to Manchester, Atlanta. England. Classic. Like you.
0: The dirty got... south to the dirty north. Oh,
1: dirty, all right. <laughs> Christopher Bays, 41, is computer cons- consultant from Manchester, whatever the fuck that is. Just getting um, around,
0: telling Y2K bug shit. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> you he better has... buy this software, otherwise you're fucked.
1: Christopher is the uh, proprietor, or not, Is, is how many siblings as you, I'll give you this in euros if you tell me how many siblings Christopher oh. has.
0: Is he from Georgia or from Manchester? No, he's from, he's from Manchester. Four, I'm going to go eight.
1: No, nah, six. Fuck. <laughs> Christopher was the black sheep being a computer consultant and all. Um, <clears throat> Christopher was cooling his heels in Atlanta Airport after having his flight cancelled. Like it's not 1999. It's fucking now. Yeah. Uh, Later on, he said he'd had a couple of drinks. Yeah, but a- according to the trusty three and a half formula we've developed, that's clearly seven <laughs> in the airport. Yes, yeah, so yeah, he's had the on. old
0: Manchester coupler. So it's like, it's like yeah. a reverse baker's dozen. Is it a Manchester
1: two? Three point five. You can you can pretty much count on that. Um, people tell their wives, "I've had one." No, you've had three and a half. Mm. nearly every time.
0: You've heard that theory. Um, if someone asks a bloke, how many people have you hooked up with and they give you a number, oh, yeah. you divide it by three. Do you? And for chicks, you times it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Classic. It's grim. Um, I mean, it's just maths. Oh, okay. Beg your pardon. Can't <laughs> argue with mathematics <laughs> and facts. Uh, Hartfield-Jackson International Airport, Christopher's had a pretty good choice for where to have his seven beers. Could have gone on a crawl, in fact. It's an American staple that you can, but you shouldn't have to, get maggot in the one location at any mainland airport. It's in the I Constitution. Saw. Probably nine TGI amendments. Fridays in there. Well, I reckon he's kicked off in your favourite eatery, yep. TGI Fridays, despite it being a Saturday, June 5, 1999. Home um, my third wedding, yep. I thought TGI Fridays was a fucking barber when I walked past one. It's got that stupid oh, yeah. thing out the front. <laughs> no blue. It's still the red and white. It's crazy. Um, I reckon he's gone to Atlanta Stillhouse after that, followed by Jangles' famous chicken and biscuits. Oh, fuck yeah. Biscuits mean something else there, the fucking weirdos. Pretty much a scone, isn't it? I don't, I don't
0: really know. You've never had them? Oh, man, it's beautiful. That you dip in gravy. Biscuits and gravy. And even their gravy's fucking different. It's like a white gravy. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: Real good stuff it's not good stuff i can tell uh after 3 beers i reckon he's probably popped over to master Sh- master shine shoe shoe shine just, just to get that keep that segregation sentiment intact make him sparkle boy that sort of thing
0: oh um, nothing nothing makes me want to throw eggs at someone that can't move more than a cunt up on a fucking high perch getting his shoe
1: shine yeah The worst, (laughs) the absolute worst. I would have hated it 200 years ago, but now that's not on.
0: Oh, I assume that's how dunk tanks were invented. Yeah, right. Go on.
1: (laughs) Just duck young fella. Yeah. (laughs) Going for that guy. Uh, Then there's a choice of obviously the eight or so other TGI Fridays for his fourth. (laughs) Uh, Trip down memory lane to his first beer of the day. At another TGI's. Samuel Adams bar for a generic twist on yet another American VB style nothing beer.
0: Yeah, get fucked. Sam Adams is good. Is it? Not a bad beer. Yeah, it's not like VB at all.
1: Well, they all are. <laughs> no, no, no. Samuel Adams is good. I and mean, nothing's quite like a VB, but American beers are all pretty like each other. They're like Elvis impersonators.
0: You're thinking Budweiser, you know, yes. Miller, all that. Mm. Uh, some of those, some of those like Bud Light, Miller Lite. Etc. They are cause light can taste a little bit similar, but the uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager,
1: not a bad drop. Well, you're saying that, because it's from Boston, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I reckon. I reckon uh, to round it out, though, he's gone down to Sweet George's Duke Joint, where they evidently put <laughs> cheese on everything and whack it under the grill. If right. you need a snack, it's too much cheese in that place in there, America. Yeah, they I put it on it. everything. It's like peanuts here, sat in my fucking ice cream. All over the joint. Um,
0: and I bet you that, that Duke joint, it's one of those ones where the waiters um, haven't quite made it on Broadway yet, so a lot of singing. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. A lot of broken dreams are uh, serving drinks here and there, <laughs> aren't they? Um, you know what I found? There's no pokies anywhere to be found at Harfield, and this is something that surprised me in the land of the free. They call it the free, but uh, you want to you have a slap at an airport, you got to go to Nevada.
0: Oh, fucking oath. I
1: thought it would just be everywhere. It's Nanny State.
0: I think I've told it on here before. I think my dad and I dropped 200 bucks once before our suitcases came out.
1: Oh, they got them at the carousel?
0: Got a bit excited. Mate, right there. Excellent. As you hop off the plane.
1: I reckon <laughs> they could probably, like they, they must see you doing that, just hold your suitcases back a bit.
0: <laughs> Unless they hit free spins, get them out, get them out, get the suitcases out.
1: Yeah. This guy's clearly got some oversized fishing rods and guns and shit. We'll just leave them to the side, get him later when he's gotten it back. Um Then Christopher, Christopher after his seven beers, he's gotten on the plane where he had been upgraded to first class. Beautiful. Different time, wasn't it? it? used to be like you wear a suit to the airport back then, you're in with a good chance. You'd have to pack some casual gear um, in your check-in. Not much more humiliating wearing a suit in a long hauling economy class unless oh. it's a track suit.
0: Just a, he, a suit on a plane, I don't think you're winning.
1: Well, that's how you used to be able to get upgraded. People just used to go and ask for an upgrade and they could get one. Um, his was successful. It's a computer thing, isn't it? A bit of Dutch courage and some charm at the desk. Desk staff now, they're impermeable to due to pricks like this, abusing the system. So you can't really – can, you no. don't get upgrades anymore. It's gone. Um
0: all you can do is, and I shouldn't give it away on here, but that is if you are going on a long-haul flight, go to the business check-in and say that you applied for an upgrade online but you haven't heard back.
1: Has it come it through?
0: Has it come through? Was I lucky enough? And they'll say no because you haven't applied for one, obviously. You didn't yeah. bid for one. But 99% of the time they'll go, that's all right, you can just check in here, just jump that whole line.
1: Oh, yeah, but you don't get upgraded, do you? You just jump the queue. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you want. Yeah jumpers. Um, He sat down and had two drinks before takeoff. He said to an attendant, I want to get plastered and wake up in Manchester. Fair point. That's just olden days sleeping pills, isn't it? (laughs) What do you reckon of this, in fact? Have Mm. a set of scales and a physician asking some rudimentary historical health questions to every passenger as they get on a long haul and then just administer the correct dose of pill to knock every bastard out for the- requisite amount of hours. Oh, yeah? That'd be a good system. Just everyone's just out cold. No one would be whinging then, would they?
0: Or just uh, turn off the fucking cabin pressure. Let them all do a, let them all paint steward out the back. Just wind that back a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want a good seal on the cockpit door if you're pulling that. Um, that'd be enough to get you booted now, wouldn't Fuck,
0: it? Fuck, that would, that would be nice, though, to step onto a thing and they go, hey, are you mental in any way? Nah. Have you had a few drinks, you haven't had three, just take this pill. You'll be right.
1: Yeah. Great. Out cold, gone. No meal service, nothing. See you in 14 hours, buddy. That'd be good. Awesome. Um, Saying now I want to get plastered, you'd probably get booted for that. Different time, wasn't it? 1999. Uh, Before the plane left the gate, flight attendant Debbie Parker gave Christopher a glass of orange juice and a glass of champagne. Clearly he was mixing up his own Bucks Fizz. Yeah, beautiful. Um, flight attendant Mario Garcia went to collect the glasses before takeoff, to which Bayes said, what are you, crazy? Not not a great start. <laughs> no. So Mario's worded the staff up and said, we might have an unruly passenger on board here.
0: Um, they would have said, no shit, Sherlock, we're going to Manchester, you fucking idiot. Probably 300 of them.
1: What do you think was going to happen?
0: <laughs> um, hey, Mario, heads up, we're also on a plane stupid cunt, just while you're pointing out the obvious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wasn't as common then though. It's a different century we're talking. Mm. Um Debbie Parker though gave Bays another drink once the plane was in the air. She wasn't obviously didn't listen to Mario. Yeah. Uh an hour into the flight, Debbie Parker and Caron Smoke. C-A-R-R-O-N, no less.
0: Wow. Uh, That's quite a name. But my mum's a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Even I'm looking down at a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Caron. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Caron. They began handing out the linen and the crockery to passengers. Caron asked Bays what kind of bread he wanted. Mm. What do you reckon Bays did?
0: What, oh, what did he do? Grabbed her ass. Yep. Fucking yeah, here we go. More tea.
1: Pretty happy with that. He's reached over and grabbed her buttocks and gave them a
0: rub. Hundred and twenty odd episodes in, start you know getting pretty good with the patterns.
1: Oh yeah, um, it's that classic English charm we always hear about, isn't it? I'll have these buns, that sort of thing. Oh. The wit and humour <laughs> that comes out of that joint, honestly, I and mean, we yeah. we see it all the time, don't we? Genius, so, English genius humour. Mm. Um, this is what, this what you get when around. you cross-contaminate the classes, though, isn't it? They don't know how to act. <laughs> you got to be rich. Slash preferably famous before you start grabbing asses willy nilly, can't just do it as a computer consultant, can you? Nah. Baze claimed the ass grab was it was an accident, but uh, another passenger claimed Baze was grabbing her rear end and squeezing. Yeah, easy to spot an imposter.
0: Yeah, and also just just physically, it's not like the ass was in your face and you've you've turned around and go, oh sorry, I've bumped your ass, mm. my bad. To do that, if someone's handing you something on a plane to reach out, you've really you've got to make an effort. Oh, it's hardly an accident. Just physics.
1: Yeah. It's one of those the devil took over my hands for a minute <laughs> situations. Smoke reported this immediately to a supervisor, Susan Corbett and Christopher Yates. Mario
0: uh, would have been pretty rapt. Told you, fuckheads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not, not much more satisfying <laughs> than I told you so, is there? <laughs> like in life, that's one of the oh. great pleasures. Oh, so
0: satisfying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Kids don't appreciate how much you could say that Mm. every day. Like I do. Oh, yeah. But just how good that is.
0: Don't run. Don't run. Listen up. (laughs) Man, what do you think? Hey, by the way, speaking of kids, what do you think of this? Son gets home from kinder today, head down, and he said, you've got to talk with mummy about it when I go to bed. And I'm like, fuck, what's he done? And- my wife, Lucia, said, you can you can tell, Dad. And he said, Dad, today someone at kinder hit me. So I hit him back. Yeah. I'm like, great. <laughs> Just like, no, no, no.
1: Yeah. What did you think you were going to say? <laughs> it's
0: like, man, why, you, why do you want Mum and I to talk about this later?
1: Yeah. So you'll be
0: asleep when I'm cheering? Yeah. Correct.
1: When it comes to punching, <laughs> you teach kids about odd and even numbers. Yeah, well. Don't be number 1 mate. After that, <laughs> take what you can. Um just make sure yeah. 2 through 100 are yours. <laughs> <laughs> the um the passenger seating, seated nearby, Wade McCallan, uh described what had occurred as reaching behind the flight attendant and grabbing her in the rear end and squeezing. So American it's obviously pretty much got him dead to rights there. Baze continued to be loud and abusive and uh, next thing you know, he's throwing a salad at another passenger and Jeez. He, he started punching Mario Garcia. Again, not oh, rich fuck. enough to punch fuck. anyone in a uniform.
0: No. And also, who's handing this? You know he's maggot because the guy from Manchester at some point has asked for a salad. Yeah, we've got to cut him off.
1: I'd say he's like, he might be talking about a Glasgow salad. I'd say he's just, he's grabbed someone else's salad and thrown it. Oh, he's gotten served it thinking, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> throwing it. And
0: again, like, there is some, of course, the grabbing the ass, the worst thing so far, there is something pretty crazy though about throwing food on a plane. Oh, like, yeah. A, a sky food fight. <laughs>
1: it's, I, don't know, I don't know why it's so. Food. food fight is, it's the ultimate thumb in your nose at Africans though, isn't it? Like, I wouldn't mm. think to get involved in one. It's no good. Nah. It's really, anyway, um, I reckon punching people, like anyone, your, your Musks and your Bezos' must punch a few insubordinates just because they can. You reckon? They just get, yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, Bezo- Bezos too is uh, late in life jacked. So he's gotten fucking shredded post-billionaire, which, yeah, uh, you know, you've always said it's like the fat kid in high school getting fit in their 20s.
1: Oh, classic little man early-onset ball man thing to do. What for? What's he got to lift? A pen? Yeah. Certainly nothing in the warehouse. Not really, no. I don't imagine he does the old secret bloody boss thing, whack a wig on and go down the warehouse, see how things are going.
0: Although you do need the uh, you do need some balls to before you launch your rocket to space that you're going to be on saying, hey, shout out to all the Amazon workers, this is for you. Yeah,
1: we did it. Together made me a trillionaire. Good onions. Good luck to your families. Oh, they're dead. Um, used to be a dream of mine just to get assaulted by a famous fuckwit and put him through the court system. Oh, love through that. the.
0: Mate, you really surprised me there. That the word court system came after put him through the. I, I was expecting wall, window, nah,
1: <laughs> door. I, I think if you could, if you could control yourself, like you get offered bulk oh. cash, and just hold out. Yeah. You want a million bucks for your broken nose? No. You want 10 million? No. 50? No. Or <laughs> that little turd to go to jail like I fucking would. That's it. Refuse the cash, put them through the shit and just demand some judge, put them behind bars. Fuck them. Don't want the money.
0: Apparently last year there was a, an Italian DJ alleged that uh, my favourite fighter, Conor McGregor, just punched him out of nowhere.
1: Your favourite person, yes.
0: On a night out. Um, and broke his nose or broke his jaw or something. And his wife yeah. said, Yeah, he just snapped in the middle of the night and just hit him. We're all having fun. And then there's been nothing yeah. heard of it since. So, cash. Do you reckon?
1: Cash payment. Not on. Someone's got to stand up and fucking.
0: You don't need the frozen peas anymore. Just 10 no. mil. Hold that up to your face.
1: Get yeah, the great. Down. But someone's got to stop these pricks just chucking money at their fucking misbehaviour. Um, After punching the flight attendant, Christopher has thought, there's only one thing for this. Another drinky poo? Nah, I'd better storm the cockpit. Fuck. <laughs> During the ensuing scuffle, Baze's lip was cut, so he spat some blood on Mario. That's not on. Nah. Uh, Mario then. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Has held him to the ground. Hopefully gave him a bit of a touch up while he's at it. The plane has dumped thousands of gallons of fuel. Beautiful. And was diverted to Bangor International Airport in Maine where they escorted Bays off the plane and changed his status. Status arrested. Tell you what, it's it's not that often mentioned as the biggest cost of any of this shit is the environment, is it? No. Nah. Well, it's already copying a hammering from burning jet fuel all over the place, but extra just for poor behaviour. Really sticking it to Mother Earth again, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and by the way, when, when they dump fuel, like is there any chance that just some fuckhead on a cruise ship pretending to be that scene from the Titanic is just getting some... Fuel just... Chucked on them? <laughs> Why not? Like, is there a chance? Are they looking underneath? Do they know how does it travel in the air? I never know when they have to dump fuel.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I smell it some days where I live when they're coming in. Really, it's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they went straight into Bangor after dumping the fuel. <laughs>
0: I reckon that's that's what he told his wife when he eventually got back to Manchester.
1: Just wanted to have a lovely day going to Bangor.
0: Don't know what happened. Opened and a beautiful a bottle pound. of cider. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Grabbed an arse and punched Mario. <laughs> a little bit about Bangor. I didn't know much about Bangor, Maine. Obviously that song's not about Bangor, Maine, but it's a, uh, another Bangor. May Stephen King? Oh, Stephen King's from Bangor, yeah. yeah. In fact, they he wrote a book that had uh, Bangor International Airport as the main scene. Don't worry about Ooh. reading it. It'll come out as a fucking movie, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the Langolias was his okay. book I read. I think they have made a TV show about it. So. Of course. Get around, get around another battler, Stephen King. Um, <laughs> Jeff Russell, marketing director at the Bangor International Airport says, I'm sure it's an unpleasant surprise to wake up in Bangor. The airport embraces its role of taking menacing passengers out of the friendly skies. (laughs) In an average year, this is good news, mate, eight to 12 planes divert to Bangor to drop off belligerent passengers. Oh, wow. Good for us over at HQ, isn't it? Yeah, it's
0: bloody great news for us. But it's not the um, where's come from away?
1: What was that? Gander, Newfoundland. I think Gander, like being Canadian, maybe they don't fork out cash because we don't really cover this much. Um, Bangor appears to be America's Shannon, though, between – And you know what? I hope they are
0: sister cities. We have brought up sister cities before and how useless they are, and I don't know what they really do for one another, but it should be Bangor, Maine, and Shannon Island. Oh,
1: man. Yeah, they're pretty much like opposite of the Atlantic. You can pretty much chuck a chip up in the air from Shannon, (laughs) might land in Bangor with the right wind. (laughs) Um, yeah,
0: do you reckon they have a little
1: little walkie-talkie system? It's two cups with string. <laughs> Between um, 2004 and 2012, the airport handled 647 unscheduled landings, 21 for security reasons. So that's pretty good. It receives 2000 to $3,000 in handling and fuel fees, so it makes a small profit oh. for each diverted flight. So far in our dealings, the first airport official to ever admit to turning a buck when an unscheduled plane lands. They'll play up the curse element. But uh well, we're getting shoulder with another dickhead, are we? Diverted planes are keeping the Shannon economy afloat. And Bangor, evidently. Oh, f-
0: fucking oath. It's a lottery. Mm. You never know. It's like uh I used to do a door to door sales job for a comedy club in Melbourne. I was selling tickets once at Crown Casino at all the um uh at the retail things there. Offices, yeah. No, just to the retail stores. Oh yeah. And I was asking this bloke, I'm like, when does it get busy here? And he said, "Well, you never know. It's the casino. You don't know if some fuckstick's just going to win big on blackjack and come spend eight grand on a bag."
1: Yeah, I do. I do wonder about like casinos and airports, for that matter. Shops. Yeah, who the fuck is buying? Yeah, two hundred dollar Ugg boots at an airport. Someone must. Yeah, or like a or like a Gucci bag or something at an airport. Crazy stuff. There's no Pokies there. Some people must just have. I don't know. I've never seen anyone shop in them.
0: Airport news agencies are doing very well with me when I tell my kid, mate, I'll get you a present when I'm away and then I forget. And at the last minute we go, fuck yeah, new Bluey book.
1: I've done the same. I'll just sort of <laughs> buy them booze and say this is for when you're older, putting it away for you.
0: <laughs> Bottle of Baileys.
1: Yeah. Um, you know who else lives in Bangor besides Stephen King? Uh, a two-story man called Paul Bunyan.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know fella. the story of Paul Bunyan. I just know seeing the big statue for the first time in Fargo.
1: Yeah, there's. I mean, there's four main ones in the USA. Yeah. Of Paul Bunyan, two-story. A bunch of smaller pretenders exist all over the place. Kodak used to say it's just a mythical fucking thing they've made up. Yeah. Uh, Paul Bunyan was the second most photographed landmark. No way of quantifying that now, but but that was behind Mount Rushmore. Of course. I uh I went to Rushmore, smaller than you'd think in real life, like an actor. Oh. Like the
0: Mona uh, Lisa. Bullshit. Famous man in general. Yeah, it is bullshit, isn't it? You're probably there now. Take your Zoom background
1: <laughs> off. In the Louvre. Everything's everything's smaller than you think. It's like famous, <laughs> you know, such as commercial radio's Nick J. Cody. Uh, <laughs> five, ten and a half. Speaking of broadcasters. Uh, a couple of Bangor local lads have made a video of how to say Bangor properly. Don't know if they've thought it through.
0: Yeah, no, a, a funny little sketch two blokes oh. at a at a bar. One of them gets a phone call. Oh, and who's calling him?
1: Ozzy Osbourne. Turn your call. Ozzy Osborne. Ozzy, thanks for turning my call. I wonder if you'd like to come play here in Bangor. It's actually pronounced Bangor. 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 Gore. 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 Bangor. We need a public service announcement.
0: You know what, though? Oh. I, it, that's not it. Surely people aren't fucking up Bangor. I wouldn't think so. It's not like Melbourne or Cairns. You know when you hear someone say Cairns?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but is it also worthy of making a whole video? They went into a theme as well. We're not playing that, obviously, but they made some yeah. anthem about Bangor, Bangor. Yeah, man. Oof. Yeah, all right. It's terrible. I hate fucking invented shit like that. Um, in Bangor as well, cop this. In 1977, Erwin Kreutz, a 50 year old West German brewery worker on his way to San Francisco, stepped off a refueling charter flight in the mistaken belief he'd reached his destination. Speaking no English, he spent four frustrating days in Bangor oh, looking yeah. for San Francisco landmarks before realising he was not in California. Wow. This story made local and national news. Bangorians were so delighted with his error that they rece- he received the key to the city, met the governor of Maine, was made an honorary member of the uh, Penobscot Indian tribe, don't know what they thought of that, uh, received a marriage proposal, was even given a gift of local land. Jesus, all for
0: being a dumb cunt.
1: Yeah, the San Francisco Chronicle paid for his way to California and he was invited back to Bangor the following year to help open the Bangor Mall. Jesus. Thus began the long love affair us moderns have with celebrating dead shits. Here we all are working away. <laughs> Turns out all you have to do is be a rank-and-file fucking idiot. Keys to the city. Well Keys done. Keys
0: to the city.
1: What sort of example is that set?
0: Well, remember that episode uh, a long time ago, it was about Miami and the keys to the city again. Oh yeah. Connor McGregor, I believe got a keys to the city.
1: Yeah, he's got keys um, to that city. You want him?
0: yeah, Conor McGregor got him. Uh Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, they got him in 2020. Brilliant. And were named honorary police officers of the Miami Police Department. Yeah, just for fantastic. making just for making bad boys.
1: <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Uh Trevor Noah, comedian, he got it. Pretty good. Shakira, Lil Kim, Shaq. How good.
1: Would you receive keys to the city? It'd be like receiving Thanks. a Father of the Year award or an honorary degree or something. It's going, to nah, I'm all right, haven't earned it.
0: Well, the Kardashians, the Kardashians, they got North Miami. They didn't get Miami.
1: <laughs> right. North Miami.
0: Obviously, you wouldn't you wouldn't take them. No. Not
1: even in Brisbane. Will you get them one day for Brisbane? I, I think receiving awards is a dangerous fucking game Yeah, when they get big like that think, oh, no, nah, people will be digging around. There's always someone digging around in the background trying to find something shit you did, and they will. They'll find it.
0: Triple M Brisbane a few years ago, I saw a news story that was on, but we don't have the audio of the TVs playing when you're in the studio, and it was about some guy winning father of the year, mm. and his son couldn't have been more fucking bored yeah. on stage, almost upset. Yeah. Oh, fucking daddy, here he goes.
1: Yeah. What do you have to do to get that? Well, it's kind of a... It's a bit of a paradox, isn't it? It's, it should be in the background. It's like charitable getting an award for being the the bloke who's the most humble, you know, and charitable philanthropist. You know, you wouldn't hear from him, would you? <laughs> Best fathers are the ones you don't hear much out of publicly. They're just doing the fucking job. Haven't got time.
0: The Australian Father of the Year Award, presented annually to a and I quote a distinguished distinguished father who has demonstrated support, guidance, and love to his children or other children through his working role or family life. I thought that was just being a fucking parent.
1: Well, that's being a rank and file parent. You should really should really have disadvantaged or handicapped kids. They're the Pass best Past recipients,
0: 2013. You're not wrong here, Heggie. Corporal Ben Robert Smith.
1: <laughs> oh, bloody great dad. <laughs> Setting a great example for those kids.
0: Fucking Mike Baird, the former Premier of New South yeah. Wales.
1: Yeah. They all accept these. I assume there's an option to say no. I'm all right. Steve
0: War, Steve Vizard.
1: Yep. Selling Fakari rugs in blackface.
0: <laughs> John Howard. Fucking
1: yep. hell. John Howard accepted that, did he? While he was in office?
0: Yep. Uh, 97.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. Imagine being prime minister and going, yeah, I'm also the best father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some. Oh, another one. Malcolm Fraser. Yep. Oh, Malke great. better than Johnny, but... Man, yeah, fuck. of
0: course. No, of course,
1: but... Um, <laughs> the ego of that. Incredible. Oof.
0: Well, yeah. um, And then there's one, Paul Ruse, footballer. Oh, yeah. um, Jim Rafter, Pat Rafter's dad, father of nine.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a bit more like it, I suppose, for, you know, <laughs> ruining the environment with more kids. Um, Bangor, Maine, though. I'll tell you something to testify that this is a nice place. There's a page on the Bangalore Main uh, Airport website dedicated to alerting pigeon racers to the dangers of the practice. Oh. And it says, and i quote, due to the potential danger of pigeon racing near an airport, we ask that if you must participate in this activity, you follow safe practices to minimise risk. Timing is key. Try to release pigeons when flight traffic is at a minimum. Wow. Airports should be considered when determining a pigeon's racing path. Most other places in the United States of Keqing would openly murder anyone thinking of racing pigeons near a fucking airport.
0: Oh, Bangor. They're pretty – I actually – I don't mind this place so far. They've given the keys to the city for like who just wandered off like a fuck stick. Yeah. Yeah, you can race your pigeons, just not at a busy time. I've got no idea how racing pigeons work. I just like the little – the clapping on the roof.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's all ceremony. Even the pigeons (laughs) would think that's ridiculous. Get out of the fucking way. (laughs) <laughs> I know where my coop is. Um, the airport also has a dedicated kid zone. Like most things to do with small kids, they've invented a nonsensical character, something maybe to inspire the likes of a future children's author. <laughs> Greetings, adventure seekers. I'm Monty Moose, adventurer extraordinaire. I've been on a bajillion adventures, and each one has started and ended at Bangor International Airport. Wow. Monty Moose and Nikki J go farting through the forest, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> Nikki J. <and> Monty Moose. <laughs> I've been on a bajillion oh, adventures. Yuck. Uh Anyway, Christopher Bayes, according to court records, Christopher oh, yeah, had consumed bloke. six or seven beers. Oh, so, bullshit. Well, that's before he got on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's abs- yeah, it is bullshit. Bays was charged with five counts of simple assault against smoke Garcia Corbett yates and a passenger named Ryan Blake the one he threw a salad at uh I love Bays that lawyer. they
0: all just they all just come under simple I I think throwing a salad on a plane and hitting someone's pretty
1: yes it's, it's more complex and simple isn't it yeah. um Bayes lawyer Daniel Lilly had referred to the in-flight brawl as an old-fashioned saloon fight uh, you also face one count of interfering with a flight crew, which has a maximum sentence of up to twenty years in jail and attracts fines of up to two hundred and fifty thousand
0: US dollars. Fucking hell! The old school saloon fight, maybe pre nine eleven, the cockpit doors were like that. Yeah, just reit <laughs> ninety
1: nine. You, you could just, you know, you could breach a cockpit much easier.
0: They'd probably come out and fight you in ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> when pilots would have a crack. Not now, cowards. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't think they want everyone to know how autopilot just pretty much does everything. Yeah. They they used to just wander around in the cockpit talking to people, trying to pick up (laughs) chicks, that sort of thing, bashing the odd bloke. Now they're sitting in there pretending it's serious. Uh, The jury failed to reach a verdict on interfering with the flight crew and four of the five simple assaults cut and dry, I would have thought. Jesus, good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. He was found guilty of one oh, – I'll tell you about the lawyer in a minute. He, he was found guilty of one count of assault on Karen Smoke. Uh, for the multi, what fine and prison time did he get? $50 crisp cold hard common your way if they snagged the double. And I'll even give you a hint. It's months and thousands.
0: We're going to say three-month prison sentence and a $4,000 fine.
1: Oh, no. I like the cut of your jib. Six months, 5,000. Oh. <laughs> uh, he, he appealed the decision, but the courts upheld the conviction. They didn't chuck any more on. I thought that's what courts did. Wasting our time with an appeal, are you? Here's another six months wanker. Yeah. They didn't. That's how nice Bangor is. His mum, Kitty Bays, oh thinks, mother of seven, thinks bah. he's a victim of an overreaction. There we go. From the crew.
0: Yeah. Fuck! If Kitty doesn't smoke indoors in a in a nighty yeah, I don't know Kitty.
1: <laughs> you don't get called Kitty unless that's you. Unless your ceiling's yellow. Yeah. Seven kids. <laughs> she said. Kitty Afternoon
0: ninety, just yelling out oh, the
1: front door all day. I mean the the yellows of her ug boots, the the turned over bits of her slippers. <laughs> that'd be that'd be yellow, wouldn't they? A few few holes. The By slippers. the way, a,
0: a simple misunderstanding, um, you could say you could say the arse grab or the yelling something out. Yeah. But I oh know, even that, he's clearly reached and done it. It wasn't an accidental bump and a, sorry, a simple misunderstanding, an arse grab, a thrown salad, a punch a bloke, a storm the cockpit. Yeah. Simple misunderstanding. She, he's a good said, kid. He's a good boy.
1: <laughs> he's a good boy, whichever one he is. Um, she said, I quite agree with crackdowns on air rage and road rage, but it seems to me that they overreacted here. Chris was strapped to his chair with his seatbelt, his hands bound together, and he was hit in the mouth. I think Kitty's been watching too many movies. It's like they bound mm. him up, gagged him, and started torturing him right yeah. there on the plane. Pull uh, his fingernails out. Mrs. Bay's mother of seven was widowed three years previously. She said, it's been so difficult with all this going on so far away. My stomach has been churning over with the worry. He's 41, we should add. Yeah. Um, as far as I understand it, Chris was upgraded to business class and was offered a couple of drinks. She didn't say drinky poos, but I think that's what she meant. Uh, <laughs> they then said he could not have any more, but they carried on serving other people. I think it all stemmed from that. Too bloody right, Kitty? <laughs> it's like there's one set of rules for normal people and one set of rules for a fucking lunatic Manchester dude getting yeah. a fucking maggot. Got to have across the board fairness.
0: Mum, you'll never guess why I'm in jail. They kept serving other people drinks and not me. The end. That's the whole story, (laughs) Mum. You've got to believe me.
1: (laughs) That is what he's – that's his one phone call straight to Kitty. Bays, denied groping, verbally abusing or punching flight attendants, told the court that the crew had completely overreacted. He's with Kitty. They've talked this through, their story. Attendants had handcuffed and beat him, but he did not understand why. (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's, man, that is far-fetched to get handcuffed and bashed. I mean, it's, <laughs> it'd be good plane. if it happened, but it doesn't. On does a it. plane pre-9-11. Yeah,
0: crazy talk. The lengths you have to go to for that to happen pre-9-11.
1: Oh, man. Furthermore, Chris was allowed to go home to Manchester during the appeal process, and right. he he failed to turn up to serve the six-month sentence. Of course. His appeal involved him saying, well, yeah, I may have done it, but it didn't mean anything by it. You haven't proven intent. Bayes contends that the evidence failed to support his conviction for simple assault because the government did not prove that he intended to injure Smoke or threaten to threaten her with harm when he touched her on the buttocks. The uh, response to that was a litigant cannot jump from theory to theory like a bee buzzing from flower to flower. <laughs> he said So he just never he never turned up in America again? Well, he had to eventually. His appeal was based around getting the maximum sentence for one of the five offences. Um, that, that was like punishing him for the other four of which he was acquitted. It's like when that remember when that judge was sucking on a big gulp slurpy, gave one of your <laughs> mates OJ thirty three years for robbery. Yeah, as payback, stealing so when his he got own off the shit The double back. murder he definitely, definitely fucking did. Yeah, pretty good. That was oh, yeah. that was the best.
0: <laughs> stealing his own shit back.
1: Yeah, which, that's the
0: bit that always got me. It's like, oh, it's your merch, cunt. Just go buy a footy and sign it. Yeah,
1: that's what makes it your merch. He's <laughs> he's a principled man. It was the mm. it was the principle of the matter that he didn't like. So they've upheld his conviction. Should have given him more time for wasting theirs. Do your time, dickhead. He faced a maximum penalty of an additional year in prison and a hundred thousand US dollars if convicted. Yes. Um they uh, I've, I mean, wouldn't have done it. He had to go back and do his six months, otherwise he'd be on in a pole or something. So You'd get maggot on that flight, wouldn't you? Oh, I might as well. <laughs> two for two for one. I bet he didn't get upgraded the second time. Double jeopardy. You've already charged me for this. I'm yeah. fucking going hard. <laughs> a little bit of where are they now? Oh yeah, I had to look for a few of the key key uh, identities here. A, man, a heavy drinking
0: Manchurian from. Twenty-three years ago, I'll assume gone. Yeah,
1: I think yeah, oh, hard to find. Chris yeah. Bays. found a few of the the uh, other key stakeholders with more yeah. unusual names. Wade McAllen, the Dobble Witness, I found in on Facebook. Lives in Georgia, is from Kentucky. Not prolific, but he does change his profile picture with regularity. Yeah, his major been... interest is what major? So, oh, he's a you like it too? American football. slot machines (laughs) hurrah millionaire maker doesn't dress like he's had a big win but and they do gold velour tracksuit for the Sepos if you have a big win Wade yet to have one sorry hold on you get a gold velour tracksuit well you would get one if you won (laughs) I'm talking from an American's perspective beautiful if you just yeah you can tell when they've had a win they're splashing it around oh yeah Caron Smoke, the uh, bum rub recipient, is now a consultant, whatever the fuck that is. Daniel Lilly, the lawyer who did some stellar work before Christopher just fucked off, didn't come back. Interesting life, this bloke. Yeah. One of his first jobs was driving a potato truck through the fields of Aroostook County. Mm. Graduated from the Houlton High School, 1957. Joined the Navy, played sax and clarinet, uh, became an accomplished airline pilot and certified scuba diver. Loved fast cars and boats, uh, spent Jesus. some time on his boat, the Barrister. Real James Bond, yeah. Oh, well, a lot of them are. From 97 to 2001, Dan and his son raced offshore powerboats. Sick. Winning a world championship in Key West, Florida, 97. Yeah. Extremely extremely proud of this accomplishment that he shared with his son right around the time he's helped make excuses for Christopher Bays.
0: Well, a lot of the, I think a lot of those boats were uh, transporting rack as well.
1: Well, Stefan's was. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, you, or well, was if it? If you look closely, when they, you know, when they hit a wave and just fucking flip, as <laughs> yeah. is often the case. Uh, you see a bit more than white water coming out of the hull. Um, He was, uh, well, I'll tell you what, when I'm in a pinch, I will definitely be asking anyone representing me what their other interests are. and If they say offshore oh. powerboat racing, I'll just represent myself, thanks. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, I want to... I just want someone sitting in a gentleman's club.
1: Oh, who just does law. That's all they yeah. think about. And they just read those fat books all the time. Yep. That's all they do. Smoke cigars. One of them thanks. Not a young one with a slick haircut, an old one.
0: Yeah, there's a, a gym at the uh radio station now in the same building and I go in there and the trainer said he was he trains a high court judge and he was at the he was at the um her offices and having a look
1: at the bookshelf and you go,
0: are these all real books? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got a Britney Spears bookshelf, just fake books painted on. <laughs>
0: That's someone who's doing well on Instagram at the minute. Britney. Hey, if you, if you love a fucking I told you so, Britney's dad would be running around now going, huh? oh, hold on, remember what I said? Remember she might need someone to watch out for her? Yeah. Mate, go on her social media. That is someone... Losing she, the plot.
1: She got all the cash from from that. Is that what's happened recently? Didn't her dad just pinch all the money and become a custodian or something?
0: I don't know exactly what happened, but he said we've just got to keep an eye on her.
1: Yeah, I don't know that it was all paternal love, but yeah, okay. And now she's lost her mind. Yeah, she's
0: been let loose and fucking hell, it is. Yeah, okay, it is wild. <laughs> all right, I'll have a look. My favourite one was a uh, just a pretty much topless photo. Her holding her tits up in a hotel room in London. Yeah. You will net, hold on. I'm going to bring it up on Instagram right now. I hope it's still up because she keeps getting things deleted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look at this video. So I'm showing Heggy a video. Yeah. Britney Spears just rolling around on a hotel bed in London, no top on. Yeah. 50 bucks. No, I'll, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you get the caption.
1: Oh, I miss my kids so much. Not far
0: off. <laughs> When's Halloween? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh man, um, Daniel Lily, the lawyer though, 2017, he became Daddy Bones. Oh, That's no. how I know so much. This is all from his eulogy. Like
0: a comet, blazing across the evening sky,
1: gone too soon. Like a power boat. Yeah. In my search for some of the others, uh, the passenger was assaulted. Salad face. Ryan Blake. Harder to find. Lots of Blake Ryan since Blake is now considered a legitimate name. Couldn't find Ryan Blake. Susan Corbett, cabin supervisor. Minimal online presence. Mario Garcia, the guy who raised the alarm, Christopher, was a dick. Again, quite hard to find. Yeah. I I can't. There are thousands of them. I I did, however, come across another one a newspaper designer called Mario Garcia, if you can believe that. An article on him was printed in a 2002 edition of Delta's in-flight magazine, but it had to get ripped out of 100,000 copies following the discovery of an offensive ad for a durable luggage brand. had an image of baggage handlers chucking a bag through the air. Can your baggage Uh handle this sort of shit? Delta didn't like it. Said it doesn't reflect what the Delta guys do. Oh, Let's fuck get the off. ad out of there. So Mario, um, he had there was an article on Mario and his business flight routine and half of it just went missing. So we may never get to the bottom of the nighttime business travel routine of the million-mile flyer Mario Garcia. Oh, so what a shame. Didn't fulfill his potential. Christopher Yates, cabin supervisor, no dice. Debbie Parker, though, the one who was a bit cavalier with the responsible service of alcohol at the start of this flight, arguably the one responsible for this whole ordeal. That's uh she uh she loves God and sells skincare products that are TSA approved. Don't know what that means. Got no fertilizer in them or something. Um
0: no it would be all uh, the it would be the size, surely. Oh the size clear, yeah, clear packaging my, under hundred mil.
1: Yeah. Mind you got flogged at customs oh, recently. Fr- you're not oh, one I of those, are you? Stunk when I got here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Perfect. No, it wasn't her. Wasn't a Lynx Africa or anything, it was like that little spray. Yeah. It was hundred and twenty mils or something. Yeah, like, there you go. Fucking come on.
0: Mate, um, my my dad bought what I assume was a fucking four litre sunscreen you try to take oh, no. <laughs> overseas with me once. Yeah. And just psh, dumped it in the bin. You go, Dad, fuck, that's a yeah. lot. That's a yeah. Lot. <laughs> and as if they're not a brand new fucking big sunscreen, oh. they're not knocking that off
1: later. Yeah. Quite oh, those cool. people's kids have got a lot of pocket knives and Deodorants and sunscreens <laughs> and shit. Good stuff. Laser pointers. Their nails are very, very well manicured. Um, quite busy on Facebook, Debbie, with her. She loves Easter. It's not about the bunny, it's about the lamb, was her latest Easter message. Just thankful to be alive, amen. And uh, takes a belief system so far as to use a stick to write what word on the beach near the waterline to snap a pic for her Facebook profile. Big word. Blessed. I mean, it's a synonym, gratitude.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> Easter appears to be a peak social media period when Christ rose for us. Um, tell you I didn't rise last Easter. Debbie Dean Parker's dog, Roxy. Oh, jeez. Roxy crossed the Rainbow Bridge.
0: Speaking of the beach. Like a castle
1: built upon a sand. Um, Roxy crossed the Rainbow Bridge in March. Hasn't been heard from since. Oh. So Debbie also loves hot chips and Halloween. She's that's big over there, isn't it? Yeah. Halloween. What a great, simple life. Hot chips and Halloween.
0: Just like on hot chips and Halloween and just riding fucking gratitude in the sand with a stick.
1: Man, what a gift. <laughs> How much would you love to be a simpleton? you just fucking, they're happy, I know. Oh, um
0: that's why I like drinking. Really just brings you down a few pegs and. Not yeah. so much thinking, you know. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you something else. She loves, and this is a common bedfellow to someone of faith in the land of the free. She loves the troops. Oh yeah! Thanks for putting your life on the line, so I lo- so I may live mine, etc. Anyway, just a bloody lovely day in Bangor, isn't it? Will we Beautiful. see in Bangor America's Shannon? Be keeping a bloody eye out for that.
0: Fucking oath. Once again, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. We've got live shows coming up. Brisbane's almost sold out. Barossa Valley for Grapes of Mirth uh, at the end of October. That's October 29. Brisbane is September 10. Get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets. I'm filming a stand-up special, two shows, one night, Corner Hotel in Melbourne, nickcody.com.au And get on board the Patreon. Thanks to everyone that joined after we bullied them last week and Thanks to all the messages from our Patreon subscribers.
1: All right, mate. I'll copy you later. See you next week.
0: Au revoir. Shooting into mid-air brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's
1: mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap.